Radio Drama Revival is brought to you in part by Audible, who offer a free 30-day trial and free audiobook at audibletrial.com forward slash radiodrama. Audible boasts over 30,000 titles, including a whole ton of audio drama. That's why I love it. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash radiodrama. Thanks. Welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories told to the medium of sound, showcasing the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Here, hear news, reviews, discussion, and of course, stories. I am your host, Fred, and that great theme music is by Roger Gregg of Crazy Dog Audio Theater. Here, rounding up uh, the month of November, not quite into holiday season, and time to still revisit uh, ghosts from the past or from the present. A um, little something different in the ghost uh, story department today. Uh, we are bringing back 19 Nocturne Boulevard, Julie Hoverson's group, which has been producing for four years now. I think it was in fall of 2008 that Julie started. Um, we featured her way back then and um, now, again, uh, still producing, doing all sorts of different shows, um, oftentimes in the uh, spooky occult uh, type stories, but with a slant. Um, as we're about to hear today in the uh, Gold Ogle Award winning uh, for 2011, uh, shared with my show, Intensive Care with Laurel Stage Studios uh, by James Comtois, um, shared with Ghost of a Chance. Um, this is a ghost story, uh, but it's kind of like uh, Home Alone meets A Christmas Carol meets, well, not quite sure how else to say it, but um, a little girl and her ghost companions against the world is what you're about to hear today in Ghost of a Chance. Um, so anyways, uh, fun piece coming up right up for you. Uh, a few announcements before we get started there. Um, all sorts of things happening as we get into the holiday season. All sorts of things happening here um, with Radio Drum Revival. Always trying to revamp and, and improve and um, increase in, improve our game over here. Uh, the most uh, you'll notice you'll notice if you're a close uh, watcher of the podcast. First, uh, we did finally get up um, the audio for the transcontinental terror effort this year. That seems to have been pretty popular. We've gone through about uh, ten fifteen thousand downloads of that so far. Uh, we also have uh, Captain Radio, who is back with reviews, maybe doing some other things too. Um, Captain Radio this week reviewed New York Crimes. Uh, New York Crimes, um, as a piece I uh, really liked, has a sort of a different take on the mystery tales. There's a lot of potential. Um, you know, definitely some uh, podcast that's in its uh, in getting over some production issues as it as it uh, sort of finds its rhythm. But uh, the overall concept and the quality of the storytelling is quite good, and I think. Um, you'll enjoy hearing that podcast and uh, going and, and catching that actual series, New York Crimes, um, uh, put together a nice review by Captain Radio. So um, you'll find that alongside this podcast um, in your RSS reader or iTunes. Um, you'll start to see that that will, will hopefully be a trend. We can keep a review coming each week. That'll be released on Wednesday, which um, helps sort of break up your week and uh, keeps more audio News and reviews coming your way. Uh, trying to keep up to our mission. News, reviews, discussion, and stories, which we don't always have all of all of that. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, really exciting production this week. Just heard that um, a- as we speak, uh, Dirk Maggs, along with a star-studded cast, is recording Neverwhere by Neil Gaiman in, uh, the, in London. Star-studded cast, uh, among others, Benedict Cumberbatch, 
um, the gentleman who plays Sherlock in the BBC uh, piece of, of Sherlock Holmes, along with uh, Christopher Lee, James McAvoy of uh, X-Men, uh, many others, Doctor Who alumnus, and more um, really impressive uh, <laughs> cast that uh, Dirk gets to work with um, is going to do uh, you know do well by uh, Neil Gaiman on the radio adaptation of Neverwhere. It is a beloved story, um, and you know I've got to say even if uh, you don't listen to a lot of audiobooks, and even though the Radio Four production is going to be so amazing. Uh, do check out the uh, audio book of Neverwhere, read by Neil Gaiman himself, is is quite great as well. Neil Gaiman is one of those writers who can do really well by his work. Um, he He's just a marvelous narrator, as, for example, writers like me are not. <laughs> um, so anyways, um, and uh, I guess it's the time to say a plug. If you go to audibletrial.com forward slash radiodrama, audibletrial.com forward slash radiodrama, uh, you can get a free audiobook such as Neverwhere by Neil Gaiman. Um, I should also mention that you can pre-order my series, The Cleansed, on Audible now. Uh, We've been picked up by Blackstone Audiobooks. The series is going to be distributed internationally. Um, It's on Audible now, Barnes & Noble, Amazon.com. It's on Blackstone's own um, digital download site, Downpour.com, which is um, sort of uh, angling as an uh, alternative to Audible. Um, it's a bit more flexible in terms of where, how you can use your audio, um, and their pricing structure is a little bit different and, and uh, more, more interesting. So there are um, ways that you can support The Cleansed. Um, if you have not been able to monetarily support The Cleansed thus far, um, if you are just so kind as to sign up for a free trial with Audible at uh, audibletrial.com forward slash radiodrama, uh, then search out The Cleansed, pre-order it. You get it all for free, but um, it'll help support this production, which you've been hearing um, since March here on Radio Drama Revival. Uh, we've uh, just about wrapped production on Season 2. We'll have more of it. Um, season 2 will start airing in early 2013. So uh, that's my pitch for the day. There's other stuff coming, too. Uh, we're nearing a place where we can start showing you our app and at least get a web-based player um, some very exciting ways that you can start to interact and hear more radio drama, um, much of it for free, on, um, you know, as we sort of build up RadioDramaRevival.com as the go-to place for online audio drama for friends of audio like yourself. Um, all right, and uh, now, without further ado, we're getting into our story piece for today. This is Ghost of a Chant by Julie Hoverson. Hope you enjoy. 19 Nocturne Boulevard. Nocturne Boulevard? Not far. When you hit Howard, hang a right. Howard meets Philip at a weird kind of angle. Then you cross James and Paul. You can't miss Nocturne. It's just past the Ottoman. 19 Nocturne Boulevard. Your address for suspenseful stories of the speculative, strange, and supernatural. Tonight's story is Ghost of a Chance. This is 19 Nocturne Boulevard. Won't you step inside? Did you have any trouble finding it? What do you mean, what kind of a place is it? Why, it's a big old brownstone house. Where else would you find a ghost or two?
Hey, I'm home. You're gonna have to do some shopping soon, miss. We're almost out of uh, soap powder. I'll put it on the list. What? Move it, I'm tired. You're looking a mite picked. You could use a bite to eat. Come into the kitchen and have some soup. Okay. Dad's not at the videos again, is he? Oh, uh, no. Then why don't you want me to go upstairs? Whatever gave you that idea? Oh, please. Can I just be concerned about you? Someone has to be. I'm fine. Was stolen from the J.J. Holdings Museum at the university today. The vase is attributed to the school of Cellini and has been valued at nearly half a million dollars. Hey, Ariel. Mm, nothing. Look, I've been thinking about trying out for... Can you wait a minute, Ariel? Oh, no, miss. Yeah, stop me. It's not Dad. I can hear his computer going. And it's not you since you're right here. Maybe Frederick? Frederick! Oh, no. Enter stage right. Yes. See there? It's all gone now. Oh, no. What is it? Shall I make a recon, my young commander? Oh, shoot. Gotta call you back, Ariel. Yeah, it's Dad. Calandra, you want to explain? Oh. Ugh. Yes? Mm, good evening. Are your parents around? My father's asleep. He hasn't been feeling very well. I think he'll want to speak with me. Why? Is she covered in chocolate? Maybe when he's feeling better. Can he call you? Here's my card. Oh. What's CPS? Does that mean she's with the cops? What's this about? I would invite you in, but... No, I understand. Safety first. There's been a complaint. By who? Whom? I mean, by whom? I'll discuss all that with your father. Please do have him call. All my info's on the card. Thanks, uh, Ms. Sherman. Oh, shoot! No, it ain't that bad, is of it? Of course it is. CPS are the child police service. They arrest bad little children. Goodness gracious! Oh, Eden, tell me, honey, they ain't gonna arrest you. They don't. But they do take children away from the wrong type of home environment. Oh, we're safe enough then. Right. Are you going to tell me, or do I just get to find out for myself? Oh, my stars. Jeez, it's about flipping time. You ever heard of unlawful imprisonment? I've heard of burglary. You're kind of small for a cop. <laughs> Dude, you can come out now, but just so you know, I have a taser. You look like... Got my hands up. All that. Don't tase me, uh, bro. Out of my way, short stuff. I hate when you do that. That is so gross. You could have left your head on. It was effective. You, what's the, your name? His head. It came off. And cold. So cold. What, huh? Your name, Mr. Burglar. Uh, Henry. Uh, Henry Torrance. What the heck was that? 
a ghost. Now, Mr. Torrance, I suppose I'm going to have to tie you up or something so you don't try and jump me again. How about just, uh, let me, you know, go? You broke in. I have to do something. And I really don't want to have to deal with the cops. They'll bother Dad. Look, I never heard no one. I ain't the type, I swear. Still, I think you need to stay locked up for a while. Can I keep him? Please, I caught him. Shut up, woman. We may be able to use this fellow's services. March, I'll put you somewhere better than that closet, but you'd better stay put or... Yeah, that. Boo. What do you plan to do with him? Please say I can keep him. He's such a fine specimen of a man. If you keep him, I have to feed him. Well, not necessarily. No, no, no. I'm not having any more ghosts around here. You never let me have any fun. Besides, didn't you notice the resemblance? To a man? Our dear Calandra never bothered to look above his lovely broad shoulder. You shut up now, Frederick. I still know where them clippings of yours are. And you will sorely regret having a joke at my expense. Shut up! Are you awake? Uh, yeah, sure, uh, whatever. I hope you like bacon. Uh, yeah. Thanks. Breakfast in bed, almost like a dream, except, uh... Well, we can't have you wandering around the house like some sort of, uh, burglar, can we? Does she need to be here? She's my backup. I need to talk to you. Go ahead. I don't eat with my ears. <laughs> this is going to sound really dumb, but... I have a kind of proposition for you. You are way too young, and she's dead. Huh? Well, I never... Nothing. Ew. Look, my dad is out of town, and I need someone to pretend to be him and talk to the CPS. CPS? The CPS? Hell no. I hate those bast... Uh... Buttheads. Why? You got kids? Never mind. No way you can talk me into... We'll pay you. how much? Dad said we could give you a thousand for staying here for two weeks and pretending to be him. He's not coming home for two weeks? What the hell is wrong with him, leaving you all alone? You watch your language. I don't give a flying rat's patoot about my language. If your dad is so flippin' negligent to leave you all alone for weeks at a time, then maybe you'd be, uh... Better off. In foster care? No way. Well, no, but don't you have any other family? Not anywhere around here. That sucks. Look, um, I'm not supposed to say anything, but my dad, he, he works for the government. Top secret. Seriously? Mm-hmm. So he can't always control when he'll be back. Why would he... Why would you even trust me? You won't get paid until after two weeks is up. Besides, I'm a pretty good cook. Okay, but I have to be able to tell my mom. She'll worry if I don't get home. You live with your mom? But you're like a grown-up. That's weird. Why do you think I don't have a real job?
Now you just behave, my lad, or I'll give you what for. Again! Boo, I, I get it. This makeup itches. Sorry, you had to look a little older. It is kind of creepy how I look so much like your dad. Yeah. Where is she? <laughs> Scats. Ready? Guess we'll find out. Hello? Ah, right on time. Your father? Right here. Come on in. <clears throat> Ethan Anderson, uh, pleased to meet you. You're Miss Sherman? Dad! He's had a cold. Ah, I hope you're on the mend. <clears throat> uh, yes, yes, much better. How goes it in there? Seems okay so far. What? Ooh. Oh, no. What? Tell her. My dear. Eden. I was just telling your father that your school has raised issues about your father's involvement. Why? He emails them all the time. They understand how busy he is. We still have to take that under advisement. Now, off the record, and with the understanding that you, sir, are a fairly wealthy man, I might ask why you haven't engaged a nanny or other similar household staff. Dad! What business is it of yours, lady? Perhaps you should step out and leave us alone again, dear. No. I may be too young for my opinion to count, but I want to hear what you plan to do to me. We don't need someone to look after the house. I can do that. But you shouldn't have to. You are a child, dear, and you have better things to do. Like what? Play Xbox and get fats? You have 20 million dollars? And a half. Not like I can spend it. They don't trust me. That's why they call it a trust fund. Hey, we're talking here. You're only my dad when there's an audience. Why don't you want a nanny or something? Poor child. Oh, right. Pity you're not much of a father. You're not much help either. Oh, then what do you expect from me? I've been dead over a hundred years, young man. How does that work, anyway? I don't know. Wouldn't tell you if I did. Fine. Whatever. You have anything to drink around this place? Oh, yeah. That's gonna look real nice for Mrs. Sherman. I'm going out for a while. Don't worry. I'll sneak out the back. I'm good at that. Hey, Mom? Baby? Is that you? Yeah, Mom. Where you been? I got a job, Mom. Uh, been working. You bring me back a little something, baby? Some medicine? Tomorrow. I promise. Such a good boy. You're gonna expect me to bail you out again. You need to get some better friends. Baby? I'm not a baby, Mom. I'm 35. You know you'll always be my baby, Henry, won't you? You know how much I count on you. How much it hurts every time you've been taken away from me. What would I do if you were in jail? Do you ever think about that? Yeah, all the time. Eden? What? Oh, 
Oh, you're back. You shouldn't sit in the dark like that. Thanks, Dad. I've been chatting with my real dad. I didn't hear anything,、uh, if that's what you're worried about. Duh, computer chatting. Typing, right.、Um, not much for the whole computer thing. That could be awkward if Ms. Sherman decides to quiz you on what you do for a living. Dad's a programmer. For the government? No. Oh,、uh, I mean, uh, he's a programmer for real, but he doesn't program for them. Can I type something to him? Sure. Is this a secret, or can I type it for you? Yeah. Go on. At this rate, I'll be here all night just to say hi. Um, Mister,、uh, can I call him Ethan? All right. He says let's turn on the microphone. Now you can just talk. He still has to type though. His mic is broken. Okay. Uh, I don't know you, so maybe I'm not the one who should be saying this. But here goes. Dude, leaving your kid alone makes you a bad dad. So what if the government needs you? You're serious? Hell yeah. You're gonna grow up robbing banks and stuff. Hmm. He says just because your dad was a deadbeat doesn't mean. What the hell do you think you know? He says. I can see what he says. Background check, my ass. I told you he's a computer guy. Fine. You need to take care of. Don't tell me how to raise my daughter. Oh, and he says watch. How did he get that? Is that you breaking into a building? Wow. Wait, is that the museum? So that's your way of keeping me in line. Are you the one who stole the Cellini vase? I plead the fifth. Fine, I'll do my two weeks, and I, I am the hell out of here. Very well, you worthless wretch. What? Just what he said. Henry. Henry, wake up! What? Henry, that woman, she's at the door. I can't answer like this. I don't have that old age makeup. Frederick? Uh, no, no, I can handle it. Did I hear a cue? No, we uh. He needs to look old and ill. Look at his split. Really? I uh.、Hmm. Here. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh God, I hate that thing.、Oh, Damnation! Once that would have turned your hair quite white. As it is, you will have to wear a cap. Yes. Took you long enough. I, I was in the shower. I nearly killed myself slipping when I came down the stairs. Are you going to ask me in? You might have heard the scream. No, it is rather chilly out here.、Uh, very well. Oh, you watch out for that one. She can't hear us unless we want her to. I expect Eden is at school right now. She's a very good student. B plus. That ain't nothing to sneeze at, lady. We both know she could do better. What makes you think that? You could get her tutors. Why? She's real smart. You tell her. But you might try using proper grammar. There's so many things your money could do for your daughter. I'd rather let her be herself. What a nice sentiment. You could send her to private school. My own son Garth is in private school. She has 
friends here. A very expensive private school. You recruiting or something? I ain't making any decisions behind my kid's back. You could pay me to leave you alone. She wants to stay. What? She was. You must understand, Mr. Anderson, just how poorly compensated we civil servants are these days. What a completely thankless job we do! You really just hit me up for money. And how particularly expensive a really good school is. Money. You're asking for money? Of course. You're a skanky money grubbing hoe. Filth straight from the bowels of Satan's own thrice crowned hounds of hell. Language. You have plenty of money. I've looked into your financials, not just Eden's little trust fund, but liquid assets as well. That's blackmail. Technically, it's extortion. So far, extortion is getting money with the threat of something yet to come. It's still illegal. Oh, horrors! Blackmail, on the other hand, is getting money with the threat of revealing something from the past, like your criminal record. My what, Mr. Anderson? I have no wish to go into detail, but do you really think I would come here with just the might of CPS behind me? Maybe. No, I have something concrete on you. Doesn't、uh, ring a bell. A criminal record? Me? <laughs> no. Do the words "1987" and "com" mean anything to you? But I was just a kid. Using an assumed name. You're very lucky. No one thought to cross-reference your fingerprints before, but once they do, what I did. Oh crap! I'm in no hurry. I'd be happy to take a little something up front, and then a larger payment by the end of the week, perhaps. I'll see what I have lying around. Is this mic on, Mr. Anderson? Good, 'cause I don't know jack about how to work these things. You heard what happened? How? I didn't even notice a computer in the living room. Huh? Which button? No need to get snippy. You will go immediately to the First Hill Bank and Trust. What do you mean immediately? I gotta do grocery shopping this morning. Delivered. Not for here, for my mom. Get it delivered. Hey, mom may be an old lush, but she expects to see me from time to time. Bank after. What's all this crap that witch was talking about anyway? No time. Bank today. Take three thousand dollars. I can't pass for you at a damn bank. I can't sign your name. Open account in your name. Use your own ID. What? In my name? What makes you think I won't just walk off? Second. Why three thousand? She won't settle for just three. Three thousand will pay off her car. Damn! You really can find out anything, can't you? I brought your groceries. Good. Did you get my beer? Still in the car. Bring that in next, would you? That's a good boy. Mom, where's my TV? Mine was um on the fritz, so I moved yours in here. You did? I had help. You forgot to pay, didn't you? That is no way to talk to your mother. 
Lila, shut up! Besides, if you weren't gone all the time, I wouldn't have such problems. You know I was never any good with money. Yeah. When did you say you'd get paid for this new job you got? You made this? Yeah. It's pretty good. Should be. Been cooking since I was just a wee thing. You were gone all day. Again. I came back. Well, duh. We're paying you to be here. Are the ghosts joining us? Frederick gets too jumpy around food, and Calandra doesn't feel tis proper. Are you mad at me? What the hey? You going through my room? Calandra saw you hide it. She's very upset with you. Oh, it is a right pretty little thing. I had to bring it along. Mom was about to use it as an ashtray. Why do you steal? Whoa, that ain't polite to ask. It isn't polite to steal. What else am I gonna do? Shove burgers? I ain't even got a GED. Without that, well. If you're trying to convince me to stay in school, there's no point. No way. You gonna drop out, smart kid like you? You could be any damn thing you want to be. Oh please, I already have a GED, or at least I took the test, just to see, you know. I stay in school for the socialization. Huh? I stay in school to look normal and have friends. Do you know how hard it is to manage a B plus average? Never had that problem myself. I have to guess on each test what the correct percentage of answers is to get wrong. I have to dumb my writing down for essay questions. I have to. Why? Why? Why not just say to hell with it and let them know how smart you are? Smart kids get noticed. I can stand out when I'm older, when it's safe. You need to get your butt home, dude. Your government might need you, but your daughter needs you more. Not possible. What? Are you in deep cover or something in a foreign prison? Oh, crap. We are both in crap. No, I, I mean you. You're like them, aren't you? Define them. The ghosts. Yes. Holy crap. No, just regular crap. I can't stay here forever. He needs you. My mom. She needs me too. Open the scanner. What? Oh, that? I need your hand. Mom? Why is the TV... Mom? Mom? Please, say you're okay. Say something. Hello? Ah, oh, jeez. What could they have done to... What? Hope you get this. Would have called, called, but... You never gave me your number at work. Won a cruise in a mail-in contest. Back in a month. Mom. P.S. All expenses paid, so how do you like them apples? Oh. And make sure to pay the electric bill. I want heat when I get home. Ethan, you king of all shits. Hey! Can I help you? You bet. 
Hey, if this is a mugging, I just emailed your picture to my dad. He's not going to do anything. What makes you so sure? My mom has him by the short hairs. Your mom? Sherman from CPS. Ring any bells? She went away. Everything's fine. Of course it is. It's fine as long as you guys play ball. As long as we... Pay up. But that's... You want to complain? Go whine to your dad. He'll explain the facts of life. For now, you got an iPod. I... Or should I say, do I got an iPod? Hand it over. There, choke on it, you bully. Ooh! Hot! She got the Bieber fever. <laughs> Ooh, Beyonce! What happened? Here, let me... It's okay. I'll handle this. It's... It's gonna be okay. It's easy to forget she's just a kid. She is a most self-possessed young lady. She only just got to sleep. And you? Are you leaving her now? In her hour of need? Something I gotta do. In the middle of the night? And dressed all in black? I sense skullduggery. Sense all you want, but stay quiet about it. Alas, that I cannot do more than keep the light burning for your return. Yeah. See you in the morning. So sorry. Long night. Your check bounced. No, I put a stop payment on it. Won't you come in? You what? I, we, aren't playing your game anymore. Go, Henry. I could always give her a visitation. Maybe we'll get lucky and she'll keel over from the shock. No. He may be a butt, but I don't want you to kill some kid's mom. They've gone on into the parlor. I'll have to listen on the laptop then. Right, Dad? Would you like something to drink? I would like an explanation. What makes you think I won't go through with turning you in? Go ahead. When they take my fingerprints and they don't match the ones you have on file, You'll look pretty silly. You, you... You might have noticed. I'm a bit of a computer nerd. Oh, oh, oh! You may have changed the prints in the system, but you can't get into my backups. Call my bluff. Very well. But... What? I'm afraid you have a problem of your own. I have a problem? Are you trying to blackmail me? I am very careful. About your money stuff, yeah. I'm sure you are. This is something else. A vase. A what? Have you read the papers recently? The museum? The Cellini vase? Yeah, that thing. What does that have to do with me? It's in your house. What if she finds it? What's she going to do with it? She don't know no fences. 
or any place to sell it, neither. She might give it back. And try to explain how she happened to come by such a fugitive object. Ha! Ha is right. So, I guess this means you're gonna go now. I mean, now that it's all clear. I guess. Would you stay? I mean, if you could. I'd like to, but... I don't know. My mom was lucky and got an apartment in a new full-service assisted living community. What? You can't just try and get her out. They have Kino every Thursday. <sighs> hmm, uh... Does she get to have a nice TV? No. What? How can you... You will bring one to her. Clever. Brilliant. He's such an old softy. Gotcha. And what about me? I have four more years before I can technically be emancipated. But if you're willing to be my dad till then, we'll... Pay you 100000 per year. That's pretty good. Uh, four years? Well, what do you want then? Four years sounds a heck of a lot like college. I'm still too young. No, I was thinking, you know, for me. Uh, but... Only if you'll help me get my GED and stuff. I bet I could be a really good tutor. Now that you know how to find us, don't be a stranger. We have enough of those already. Tonight's episode, Ghost of a Chance, was written by Julie Hoverson. In this episode, Eden Anderson was played by Jaden Dows. Henry Torrance was Danner Hoverson. Calandra was Julie Hoverson. Frederick was Renaud LaBeouf. Mrs. Sherman was Angela Kirby. Garth Sherman was Luke LaBeouf. Ethan Anderson was Scott Dows. Henry's mom was Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard of Gypsy Audio. And the news was Suzanne Dunn. Thanks to Renaud LaBeouf for his help in recording. Music for this episode is from Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. Cover art for this episode was by Dennis Hager. Also heard in this episode were clips from previous episodes The Darren Dilemma and Idiot Box. Sound and mastering was done by Julie Hoverson. Sound effects were found on soundsnap.com, onesoundfx.com, and sonomic.com. The opening theme was by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com. The opening credits featured Cole Hornaday, Renaud LaBeouf, and Julie Hoverson. All persons, places, and events in this story were fictitious or used in a fictitious manner and are not meant to reflect any persons, places, or things, living, dead, or undead. Questions? Comments? We would love to hear from you. Contact us at 19nocturnatlive.com, that's 19nocturne, or check out our website at www.19nocturneboulevard.com. This presentation is copyright 2011 to Julie Hoverson and Reality Productions and is released under a Creative Commons non-commercial license. Spread the show around, but don't try to make money off it. You're a skanky money-grabbing hoe. Scrubbing. Money-grabbing. Sorry. Money grabbing. First time I had to read that in front of the kids, I was like, no. <laughs> Ooh.
All right, and that was Ghost of a Chance by Julie Hoverson's 19 Nocturne Boulevard. Um, plenty more, of course, at 19nocturneboulevard.net. Um, if you subscribe to Julie's feed, not only do you get her own shows, but there are a few other hand-picked shows uh, that are of interest to Julie and um, kind of along the same uh, lines, the productions that she's doing up, um, if you look for the 19 Nocturne Boulevard uh, Libsyn feed, um, or just go to 19nocturneboulevard.net and browse around. Um, next week, we will be starting off our holiday programming. As I mentioned, uh, we have got ghosts. We've got A Christmas Carol uh, by Charles Dickens. Um, this one is the one that was um, brought to life by Shane Sock of We're Alive fame. Um, he actually worked on the sound design for the production. It was directed by William Holmes, uh, mastered by David Berg's, um, edited by William Holmes and Sean Brennan, um, and released by Blackstone Audiobooks. Um, there are many, many adaptations of A Christmas Carol out there. Uh, it's a very, very beloved tale and um, a perennial favorite, uh, but Shane's is one of the best. And it also comes with a Spanish language transition, which is kind of cool. Un quinto de Navidad, if I got that right, sorry. Um, all right, so that'll be next week um, and more good stuff coming your way. Over 200 hours of original audio drama programming at radiodramarevival.com. Uh, feature genre sections, archives of content. Um, search for all the different shows or follow us on Twitter at Radio Drama and hit up our Facebook page, Radio Drama Revival, or iTunes or Stitcher, search for Radio Drama Revival. Uh, that's a wrap for this week. Radio Drama Revival is produced by yours truly, Fred Greenhalge. Copyright of individual shows remains to that of their original producers, but do please share this show as far and widely as you like. Radio Drama Revival originates in on-air radio at WMPG-FM, that's Southern Maine's Community Radio, it is podcast at radiodramarevival.com as labor of love. Till next time, keep your mind and your ears open. Thanks for tuning in and have a great week. Mm-hmm.